Welcome to NCBR's Elite Agent Podcast, the ultimate resource for real estate professionals looking to elevate their skills, master their craft, and achieve unparalleled success in this incredible industry. Welcome to today's episode, Beware of Scams, how to avoid them and what to do if you are caught in the middle. I'm Rhonda Messenborg, and I'm joined by Sandy Warner to have this important conversation. There have been an abundance of scams circulating and it should be on all of our radar to be able to first and foremost avoid them and also know what to do if you find yourself being scammed. Let's jump in. So Sandy, let's talk to our listeners about the common scam scenario that has been happening. Hi Rhonda, thanks for having me. What we're running into in Rhode Island right now and I think actually across the country People are looking for land or homes, uh, and these scammers will find an agent, probably an agent who's advertising online, as we all do, looking for clients, and they'll reach out to the agent and say, hey, I have this piece of land or I have this home and I need to sell it. And somewhere in the course of the conversation, you find out that that person's no longer in the country or they're no longer in the state. And you as an agent will start finding it more and more difficult to get information out of this person. So uh, what happened to me was I got a lead through, I believe it was Zillow or through my website, and it was a a man uh, claiming he owned an expensive piece of property in Barrington and that he had been transferred overseas, all things that sounded very normal. Uh, I actually went up and uh, it was on Papa Squash Road. And so you as an agent get a little excited because here's this big deal falling into your lap, or it could be a small deal. And it didn't really come to light until I started digging into who owned the property as I was trying to get a value for him. But once I really asked for uh, identification information because he didn't want to meet in person, he fell off the radar. So that's essentially what's happening. Someone strange is dangling this big deal in front of you. Uh, They don't want to meet with you. They're not making you earn the business. They're just saying, hey, I've read all about you. I think you're awesome. I want you to do it. And then you can't nail them down to get uh, proof that they actually own the property. Yeah, and I know that that's been happening to multiple agents across the state. And sometimes it even gets so far, whereas the property gets listed, because Mm -hmm. if it's the first time it happens to you, you may not be prepared or because let's face it, um, we're all good people and we really do expect that of others. And I think we tend to give other people the benefit of the doubt. So what do you do? What happens if you find yourself um, being scammed to the point where Um, you either you have actually listed the property and then it comes to your attention that something may be up that something something may be wrong so the first thing to do um, is to reach out to MLS they will actually first you should withdraw the property as soon as possible reach out to MLS to alert them and then they will also take steps to remove it from the listing so that way you don't want it just to become withdrawn because then the rightful owner is actually going to start getting phone calls for anybody that is prospecting withdrawn listings the second thing you want to do is you want to of course let your broker know and you want to reach out to the police and you want to file file a report and give them as much information as possible that you can about any conversations you have had a lot of times um, these scammers are having conversations with you on the phone and like sandy said where it falls apart is when you're asking them for id Right, so that's gonna bring up, so how do we avoid getting in this situation altogether? So 
I know this happened to my team as well. And so we immediately put some safeguards into place where now we are requiring photo IDs for all of our clients because also you don't want to just, you don't want people saying that they're asking, we're treating anybody differently. So we are requiring a photo ID from all of our clients. If it's somebody that we know and somebody that we have spoken to and met with, um, it's just a policy that we would like your photo ID on file. If it's somebody we haven't met, we are asking them to not only provide a photo ID, but we're also asking them to sign off an affidavit that it's been notarized, right? So that way we know somebody has physically, they have met with somebody who has physically held their license and have verified that they are the person that they said they are because it's easy to get. It's easy to get fake IDs too. So it's just trying to put some safeguards into place to stay a step ahead. I know another broker also told me they require, aside from an ID, they also require a local attorney relationship between that client and, um, you know, and somebody local. So if they don't have an attorney in the area, you can recommend somebody, but they do require them to have a conversation with that attorney as well. And, oh, good thinking. Yeah. And, yeah. and as you said, Sandy, right, if, if they're not willing to do all of those things, all of a sudden they're going to stop talking to you then that's a good indication that they weren't being upfront in the right in in the yeah. first place. So it's just kind of putting the pressure on them and you know don't worry about it if somebody's you know giving you subject objections along the way because right you're just going to explain to them we do this to make sure that our clients are protected mm -hmm. and to make sure that um, we're not listing properties and we're not speaking to people that are not rightful owners. That's right. And I think it's very important uh, to not let your ego or your embarrassment stop you from saying, "Whoa, I just got I just got scammed." Yeah, it's really important that you maintain your your focus as a real estate professional, and it doesn't matter that you got scammed, and no one's going to say, "Hey, you're an idiot." It, it's going to be about you did the right thing and you stopped it. Don't let it just go by you. Uh, for example, what Rhonda was just saying, don't just withdraw the listing because mm -hmm. then the, the rightful owner is gonna get all sorts of phone calls. You might call the rightful owner, mm -hmm. definitely get your broker involved and get some advice. Um, if you can't get a hold of your broker, call Monica's staff yep. over uh, at RIAR uh, and she will definitely help you with this. But um, this is common. And it's really important that you're aware of it. So ask lots of questions. That's great. Yeah, all very, very good advice. Just know that you have so many resources and you have so many people that you can lean on here mm -hmm. in, in the industry through your company, through the board, through um, RIAR, et cetera, that we're all here to, to work together and to keep the integrity of our, of our industry going. So, so this was our very first episode today of awesome. the this elite our NCBR Elite Agent podcast. So we hope that you enjoyed the content, and we look forward to seeing you again. We're going to be doing more of these and just delivering some really great tips and tricks from our industry professionals out there um, to help all of us learn from each other and to grow. So anything in closing, Sandy? Nope, just uh, bear in mind how many people have been caught by this scam and feel free to call Rhonda or me or anybody. There's help out there for you and hope to see you back on the podcast. Great, thanks and we'll see you again soon.